The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Because if you're not fussed today and fussed tomorrow, it's, it, it's going to leave tomorrow. Hello? And I said, hello? Dr. Wendell and I used to fuss. We used to fuss, but we used to have some good fusses. <laughs> if she was here, her head would be going like this. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it sitting right. <laughs> we used to have some good fusses. We had some good fusses. I mean, some good fusses. Some fusses that work you up. And you've like, been working out on the treadmill when you finish fussing? <laughs> We're not physical. This is all emotional and verbal, just, just fussing. Just going back and forth. Can't let one person finish the sentence because you're jumping in with another. Hey, would you let me talk? No, I got something to say. <laughs> let me say it. Because <laughs> you don't listen to respond. You listen to uh, react. You listen to make your, you, you want to make yourself look good in the whole thing. You want to win, basically. That's what it's all about. You want to win. You want to be the winner. So for a long time, we kept points. And when we finished, I, I said, I got that one. That one's mine right there. Point. Beep. About 27 to 25 now. It's close, but I got her. And so we decided, we decided, we're just not going to fuss no more. We are not going to fuss no more. I'm not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. So let's start fussing. And so now we discuss. We're still passionate about our discussion. <laughs> no, nah, it's a big difference, though. Y'all don't laugh at that. Y'all think I'm trying to, cut, trying to say fussing another way. It's a whole lot different. You, I, I, I discuss very passionately because... When I, when I want to make a point, I believe that. And so if you don't agree with me, I got to make sure that you got enough information and you can see my passion behind it so you can see my side. Come on, talk to me. You're just going to roll over and be like, okay, no, no, no. You got to see it another way. So I'll, I'll do four sides, six sides, whatever. How many sides you got to do? And, and hey, What? And she'll do the same thing because she's very passionate about what she believes. And so we just discussed. But we took the fuss out of it. We took the competitiveness out of it. We took the, uh, uh, the, the uh, you know, the, the chopping that or the cutting down out of it. Because when you fuss, you want to cut down the other person so you can become, you can look better. That's really, that's really the motive. You want to, you know, demean someone so you can be exalted. And so we cut that out. And now we discuss, but we're still very passionate about uh, our discussion. Well, what we're talking about is that when we've now heard the word and developed our faith enough, it should move us to, it should move, us to move. It should move us to do something. 
Okay? And so now, when you do something, that's when you put your faith to work. Your faith is not working until you do something with the faith that you have. James says, uh, you, a man can, can say, I have faith, and then he can, comes back and says, I'll show you my faith by my works. In other words, that you, we see, and then Jesus said in a couple of instances, one instance that come to mind is when the, when the four brothers brought the paralytic, uh, paralytic to Jesus and they couldn't get in the house, and the scripture says they climbed up on the roof, opened up the roof, knocked some tiles down out of the roof, lowered the board down in front of Jesus, and Jesus says, I see your faith. See, you can't see what's in someone, but you can see it when they do something. Got it? That's why action is more powerful than words. Because I can sit up here and say I'm blue in the faith and say I believe God will meet my needs. And then on the other hand, not participate in his system of giving and receiving. I'm really not in faith yet. Because I'm not convinced enough to do what I say I believe. Come on, talk to me. Are y'all hearing this? All right, go to James 2. I got to show y'all this, y'all, James 2, because I, we still think that believing is enough. Believing is never enough. It's a part of it, but it's not enough. We got to believe to do. Glory to God. All right, James 2. Um, it's 2 where I want to go. That was for me. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Verse 17. James 2, 17. Now, this is just a reminder today because I know y'all established. Just a reminder. Even so, faith. Verse 17. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is what? Dead, being alone. That word works means corresponding actions of obedience. It says, yes, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without my works, and I will show you my faith by my works. In other words, faith is seen by corresponding acts of obedience. I can tell you have faith based upon what you do, not what you say. Amen. I can tell you have faith in this vision and this assignment when I see you, not when I just hear you. Okay. Praise the Lord. Now, look at it, verse 19. Thou believest that there is one God, you do well. Look at this statement. The devils also believe and tremble. It says, but will you know, O vain man, faith without works is what? Dead, dormant. So you can walk around here with your Bible up under your arm, all you want, and talk about how you believe. If you're not doing what you believe, you're not walking and living by faith. Even, you, even though you go to a church with faith in his name. Oh, yeah, sure, you go, I go to that faith Christian center, so that, so that means you have faith? No. That means you go to faith Christian center. Because there's a bunch of folks that come through faith Christian center, and they never worked in faith. It's not an accusation, it's an observation. Amen. So it's not, the na- it's not the name of the church. It's not the church that you go to. It's what you do with what you've heard. Amen. I hear the word of God, and I do it. Amen. And doing includes speaking the word. Doing includes walking in love with others. Ah, 
That was strong. That was that was a strong taste in that one. Ah. Mm. Depends on who you're talking about, Pastor. <laughs> May take more faith to do it with one than it does the other. But you can develop yourself. And you have love. Just like you have faith, you have love. It says because the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by Holy Spirit. Don't be walking around, I just can't. I just can't. No, you just won't. Let's, just, let's get to the nitty-gritty. I'm not in love. I'm not walking in love with that person because I choose not to. Not because I can't. I just can't love you. I tell you, I just can't love you. Lying. My question is, why won't you love me? What have I done to cause you not to love me? Choose not to love me. Not that you can't, because you can. Praise the Lord. Amen. Got it? So we have uh, faith includes speaking the word of God. It includes uh, walking in love. It includes blessing those that, that hate you. It includes uh, giving. It includes serving. It includes studying. It includes praying. It includes worship. It includes praise. It includes all that. So depending upon what you need to do, showing yourself friendly, that's a, that's a corresponding act of obedience. Depending upon what you believe God for, will determine what acts or what corresponding acts of obedience you need to do. Come on, talk to me. So if you want to be saved, it includes a confession out of your mouth as well as a belief in your heart. Come on, talk to me. If you want to be saved, if that's what you believe God for, then you're going to have to do what he says do based upon your belief. If you want to be healed, you're going to have to confess the word of God. You're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to uh, modify your diet, maybe. You're going to have to stop eating, uh, you know, uh, uh, greasy food. Even though it's showing up, showing up good. I just go ahead and take a break right there. It's showing up good. Isn't it amazing that grease make that food look, let's say, let's say a little bit better? Lord Jesus. Somebody, somebody uh, you know, called and asked. Well, I, I texted them back. I said, they say, which, which one? I said some soul food. I needed some grease, man. I was craving some grease. I was. They brought that food over, and bless God, it was greasy. And I enjoyed myself, boy, I was, all 10 fingers need to be wiped. <laughs> but I know I can't do that every day. So that's a treat for me. It's not an everyday occurrence. Because I can't be confessing 120 and be eating greasy food every day. Because I'm going to clog up some stuff. And if something goes in and it doesn't come out, you ain't going to be here for 120. I know you love the Lord and all, but you need some exiting, some stuff to exit. Tell your neighbor, say, we in church, man. We in church. We in church. But I'm just trying to be real with you, man. I'm trying to be real. We want to spiritualize everything, and we want to say, just confess the word. Just confess the word. No, put that, put that, put that, put that grease down. You've been eating grease all your life. Blood pressure off the chart, and you won't put down the grease. I believe in God. You ain't believe in God. You're contradicting what you believe by what you do. I particularly don't care for raw broccoli, cooked broccoli, steamed broccoli, broc cheese with on, on cheese on broccoli, butter on broccoli, salt on broccoli, pepper. I don't care for it, but I eat it.
Amen. I don't like water. How, how can you not like water? I don't. It's nasty to me. It don't have any taste or nothing. So I like flavored water, some lemon in there, some orange, some orange in there. I tolerated them, but I don't like water, but I got to have water. My body is made up of a bunch of water. If I don't put water back in, I'm in trouble. And so my wife, she, uh, Dr. Wynn, she'd be on, how much water have you had today? None, dear. And she'd just look. So I go in the pantry, grab me a bottle of water, and go on and drink it. But I want lemonade. I want iced tea. I want iced tea and lemonade mix. <laughs> with some sugar, with some sugar. Come on, talk about. Tell your neighbor, don't leave out the sugar, don't leave out the sugar. <laughs> That's what I want. And the manufacturers have gotten smart, man. They now make it, put it on the shelf. Lemonade and iced tea mix right on the shelf. Shake it and serve. I love it. That's what I want. But I can't have that all the time. If I want to live long. See, that's a corresponding action of obedience. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And we just can't confess away calories. We can't confess away cholesterol. We can't confess away High blood pressure. We, we got to do some things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, say, you can make it, though. You can make it. <laughs> this trial that you're going through. <laughs> you can make it. <laughs> giving is a course by national of, uh, of obedience. Spend your way in. Give your way out. Just principle activated in reverse. What you spent caused you to go down. What you sow caused you to go up. It's just a principle operated in, in reverse. You see what I'm saying? But those are corresponding words. Now, how do you get there, though? You get there by hearing the word. Because if you're like me, the first teaching I heard on giving, I didn't give. Or if I did, it was a dollar. Yeah, what? He said, he's trying to run the game on me anyway. I don't know why he's pulling up all these scriptures. These scriptures are passed, they scriptures are passed away. You got to come up to the modern day. You don't give to get in the modern day. You save. You know, that's the attitude I had. But I heard it again. Still ain't give. I heard it again. Still ain't give. I heard it again. Like, why do I keep hearing about this thing right here? Then I begin to lean in and listen. Okay. Then I follow them in the scriptures. Saw for myself. Hmm. Begin to research it some. Heard others preachers preaching the same thing. Hmm. Must be something to this. And then I hear it again. Hmm. And now all of a sudden, I've developed my faith enough. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to start tithing. And I start tithing. And I do it for a while, nothing happens. Do it for longer, nothing happens. Do it for longer, nothing happens. But I'm developing my faith enough to keep doing it until things start happening. Then I get, I get perfected in tithing, and now somebody come talk about some offering. Got the nerve to go to Malachi, someone's on tithe and offering. And always, and always emphasize the and. I'm like, huh. So now I'm a little bit more prone to listen to the offerings 
because my faith is developing the tithe. You see what I'm saying? Now, listen, okay, all right, now offerings. Now, offerings are a little bit over and above the tithe. Okay, now I start giving some offerings and whatnot. And then after I get comfortable with offerings, now somebody come talking about sowing seed. I'm like, I'm tithing, I'm giving offerings, and they want me to sow seed? Oh, Lord. But I hear it again, and I research it, and I study it, and I meditate it. And now, okay, I'm going to go ahead and sow seed and begin to sow seed. And now start, uh, things started to happen. Didn't happen at first. Didn't happen the first month. Didn't happen the second month. Didn't happen the first year. To be honest with you, didn't happen the first year. Didn't happen the first two years, really. The real, real increase that I wanted didn't happen the first two years. But now all of a sudden, a little bit started coming in. I'm like, okay, all right, so I'm on this. And I increased my giving, increased my receiving, increased my giving. Increased. But see, I started way back then where I heard it for the first time. But my faith wasn't developed to cause me to move and act on it, so I didn't. So the process is the same for most, for most persons. There, there's very few people that when they first hear something the first time, they jump out and do it. A lot of times they do it in desperation, but if you do it in desperation, you might not be in faith. You're in desperation. Are y'all, anybody getting what I'm saying today? I know you're established, but let me remind you. And see, that's why it's important to hear the word enough and then do what you hear. Because when you do the word, that's when the manifestation takes place. Because they, they asked Jesus, they said, Jesus, uh, help us increase our faith. Jesus says, if you had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you would say. In other words, in context, he's saying, if you, if you would just use the faith that you have, you will start seeing some stuff. And many people are sitting back trying to get faith. I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to get faith. I'm trying to get, be a faith giant before they do anything. You will never become a faith giant until you start doing what you know to do where you are. Amen. And you work your way up as you're doing it on the level of your believing. Amen. And you become more proficient and more developed in your faith. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Glory to God. Go back to Hebrews now. Uh, oh, Praise Jesus. Hebrews, go to Hebrews. I do this. I introduce this scripture, and then then we'll we'll get out of here. Everybody okay? Yes. Everybody say, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to live, live and, walk and walk by faith. faith. You're a child of God. That's what you. Sh- that's what you should be doing. Living, and what walking, by faith. What does that mean? When times are good, when times are challenging. When times are in between, what should you be doing? Living and what? Walking by what? Faith. When all your needs are met, what should, be, what should you be doing? Living and what? Walking by faith. When you got a bill coming up, what should you be doing? Living and what? Walking by faith. When you get a pain in your body, living and walking by faith. When your pantry is full, Living and walking by faith. When it's empty, living and walking by faith. All the time. When your spouse is crazy, living and walking by faith. When they're doing what they're supposed to do, living and walking by faith. When your kids obey, living and walking by faith. When they go, when they going out their mind, living and walking by faith. Come on, talk to me. It's no change. Whatever I'm facing, 
wherever, whatever place that I am, I'm in, I am to live and walk by faith. Now, how do I keep myself there? I keep myself there by living, by hearing the word of God. And so when the kids act up, I don't go and call all my friends and neighbors and tell them how bad my kid is being. I go find me some word on parenting and training up a child, put it in my CD player, put it in, uh, put it in my MP3 player, put it in my ears and put it and glory to God. Listen to that word until it stirs up enough in me to begin to change the way I've been parenting to cause that child to change his behavior. Amen. Come on. I said, come on. Because you get advice from everybody. I t- child, I tell you what, I just kick them out. I just kick them out. They got to get out of my, my house. If they were doing all that, they had to get up. No, see, 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 look, look. You, ain't, you haven't been made responsible for this, child. I have. Now, I listen to you kick them out prematurely. Now, I, now I'm on God's radar because I didn't did something I wasn't supposed to do because I've been listening to you. Oh, Lord. See, I wouldn't put up with that. See, your husband is going crazy. You can go and call some single lady. I smack him. I tell you, I smack him. I do that. I let him go to sleep. I give me the biggest pan I can get. I bust him upside his head. That's what I do. See, now, you about to go to jail for assault because you didn't listen to God. You listen to your, this, this, this lady. And the word says, through your conversation, you can win that man. So when he sleep, you ought to pick up his, his feet. Start rubbing them. Some of y'all that want to say the devil is a lie. I, I, got, I can feel it in the spirit. I can feel it. I can feel that in the spirit. I felt that in my spirit. Some of y'all wives are like the devil is a lie. I ain't rubbing that rascal's feet. That man will wake up and he'd be like, "What you doing? Just lay back there. I just want to make you comfortable." Living and walking by. See, see. See, see what I'm saying? See, some of y'all challenged already. Y'all like, what? No, indeed. Just sit back, baby. Just relax. I want to take a load off. I know you've been under pressure, and I, you know, I know you've been, you know, we've been going at each other, but I just want to show you how much I love you and appreciate you. I want you to feel, you know, feel at home, and just your brother, and he'll lay his head back, and he's going to be thinking. <laughs> no, I'm saying that, boy, that brother's going to be thinking. Then you finish rubbing his feet and be like, you know, that's going to continue later on. And that brother be like, what was I mad at you about? <laughs> see how that thing worked? But see, you want to hit them with a frying pan. Because <laughs> you want them to feel what you feel. But see, life is not about how we feel. It's about what we believe. Living and walking by Boy, I'm right on the money with this thing. Because, see, that takes faith to do that. Woman of God. You see, you pray in tongues. Woman of God. Woman of God. You at church prayer meeting. Woman of God. So the Spirit said, rub that man's feet. Woman of God. <laughs> Living and walking by
person you hadn't spoke to for 14 years because of some argument you had 14 years ago? Spirit of God says, I want you to go make, make that right. Living and walking by faith. You go up there, you pray yourself together because you're going to pray for 48 hours before you do anything. <laughs> you're going to pray, Lord, help me keep my flesh on Lord, help me keep my flesh on Lord, help me, help me, Lord, help me, help me. You gonna, that's, that's about the extent of your prayer. It's going to be, Lord, help me, and in tongues. You're going to get up enough faith to go and approach them, and their, their demeanor is not going to be what you expected, and they're going to have a air in their jaws, and they're going to suck their teeth, and they're going to be short with you, and then you've got to remind yourself, and you've got to hear me say, living and walking by faith. I just wanted to come over and just say, hey, you know what? We, you know, years ago we got off on the wrong foot, kind of had a misunderstanding. Just want to make it right. Just want to let you know that, hey, you know, it's open. You know, we're, we're good. I'm fine with it. Ready to move on. And if they respond, I'm not living and walking by faith. <sighs> hey, just want to let you know if you need anything, uh, I'm open. I'm ready to, I'm ready to uh, bless you, ready to, to meet your needs. You know, I'm, I, I want to make this thing right. I don't want, I can't, I don't want, you, I want nothing from you. Living and walking by faith. Okay, all right, okay, no problem. You know where I live, you know where I am. If you need me, I ain't going to ever call you. Get out of my face. Living and walking by faith. You just step back, turn around, lift your hands up and say, thank you, Jesus, for helping me keep my flesh under because I'm right now living and walking. Because you got to talk to yourself as you walk away. Living and walking <laughs> by by faith. See one hand in the air and talking to yourself. <laughs>
and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.